0: Hey there, I'm Jenny, and in this episode, you'll hear about 10 ways to live in sync with the spring season. If we haven't met, I'm a fitness specialist teaching movement that's part cyclical, seasonal, sweaty, and soulful. As a student of nature and wellness advocate with doTERRA, I also work with Essential Oils as plant allies, teaching you about these gifts of the earth for our well-being. And from this podcast to my programs and classes, everything I offer is to help you live and sweat and sink with nature because wild is definitely about our connection to nature for well-being but it also stands for women into living their dreams because I believe we have to take care of ourselves to really live this one wild life thank you for showing up now here's the wild wellness podcast I really appreciate the Ayurvedic perspective on the seasons because I think it allows us to look around at nature and see what we are being invited to embody within our lives, within our movement, and just sort of what this season is all about. So according to Ayurveda, spring is kapha season. Kapha is one of the doshas that embodies like this heavy wet sort of feeling and among many other things. But just to think about it in that way, winter's accumulated snow and ice are beginning to melt. Rain soaks the earth. So there's this heavy with moisture feeling that we have. And that also sort of lends to the idea that spring is this season of cleansing where we're ridding ourselves of everything that's been accumulated in the winter season. It's washing away, it's rinsing away There's a season of birth and new beginnings emerging because seeds are germinating. We hear birds chirping more, insects buzzing, things like that. And despite our separation from the natural world in so many ways in our modern doings of things, we are still so deeply affected by this gentle spring energy and this stirring around us. So it would benefit us to pay attention to that and see where we can maybe align with it more or balance with it more. And one of the ways that we can balance uh, that I'll start with here, as I share these 10 ways to live in sync with the season, the spring edition is in terms of our movement. So think about doing longer bouts of movement, but with moderate, moderate intensity maybe intermixed with some higher intensity and I'll explain why. So as I said, there's a heaviness to this feeling it's Kapha, um, heaviness to this season is what I meant to say it's kapha season it has this heavy feel to it exercise can obviously be supportive in countering the heaviness of this season because any sort of physical activity is going to increase heat in the body improve circulation and make you sweat so there's a lightness to that kapha can be balanced with circulation and sort of release of this heaviness So this is a good time of year to maybe challenge yourself in certain activities. Just be mindful of that. This isn't a general recommendation that's going to work for everyone, but it may be a season where you start to try something new and uh, perhaps that does include challenging yourself in some way. But also I say longer duration relative to maybe the previous season of winter because Our duration of activity increase would be in response to more daylight and more time outdoors. If you think of just our ancestral roots and maybe how we moved in this season differently, it would invite us to more time on our feet, more time outdoors in general. So this season, I think, invites that movement in maybe longer bouts. But when you go for longer, you often have to moderate that intensity a bit more because of maintaining endurance. And yet, because of that heavy kapha energy, we need to still intermix it with maybe some higher intensity movement to bring in that lightness and kind of shake up the kapha a little bit. I actually think of spring as the transition season to summer. So from winter to summer, which means that we're in a little bit of a playful energy. We're figuring things out. We're maybe trying something new. So maybe it is starting a new routine in terms of either what you're doing or even the time of day that you're doing it. What if you shifted your workouts to an earlier time of day to avoid the heat that's coming because it's cooler in the morning hours and it gets warmer later in the day? I know for me in the summer, I work out in the morning because it's just too much heat in the middle of the day. So if that means getting up earlier, maybe going to bed earlier just to change the time of day that you are working out. That might be helpful. Now, you may thrive on a little less sleep during the spring. Most people still need seven to nine hours a night to recover fully, but just pay attention to that too because oftentimes our bodies crave more sleep and rest in the winter. And in the spring, we might find that we don't need quite as much. And on a side note, even sleeping past like 7 a.m., is known in Ayurveda to kind of dip into that kapha time of day. In fact, actually it might be 6 a.m., somewhere in that 6 to 7 a.m. hour. But when we dip into that time of day, it definitely makes us feel more sluggish. So try to wake up before that time so that you're rising with that energy that's going to help you to feel energized and wake up. So as I said, from a practical standpoint, consider the time of day you're working out, shifting that to maybe an earlier time, and maybe starting something new. Like I said, start a new morning routine even that helps you move towards waking earlier with the light and moving your body earlier in the day, perhaps move some things around. I think all the seasons invite us to kind of shift what we're doing and see what might fit better because there are inevitably changes within our lifestyle as well a lot of times. And I also think it's very interesting to notice how our inner seasons are affected by the outer season of spring. And so as we're transitioning from winter to spring on the outside, we're paying attention to those inner seasons of inner spring, summer, autumn, and winter as we go through our phases of our menstrual cycle, or even as those parallel with the moon phases. So if you've heard me talk about this before, or if you've learned about this in my courses, you know that we go through these different phases throughout the month. We don't always feel the same, and how this affects our workouts and how we can approach it differently just can really help not only with our level of motivation and managing our energy, but also with how what we choose to do and the kinds of activities that we're doing. So I think it's just interesting to pay attention to what you might be drawn to more, what you might be wanting to do less of. In considering the fact that it's spring on the outside and maybe inner spring or inner summer, inner autumn, inner winter, and you have the next few months to really pay attention to that and clue into some of the things that you might be invited to change within your workouts as you travel through the cycle each month. Second thing I want to share with Living in Sync with the Season, the spring edition, is about food. I'm not a nutritionist, but I'm just going to share some personal thoughts here and things that I noticed that have been so supportive to me and also based in these uh, Ayurvedic traditions, which is that lightly cooked foods are better for digestion because raw foods can really slow down our digestion. But in the spring, we often lean towards more fresh foods. You know, things are naturally going to be popping up Outside in the garden, or if you're someone who's into wild foraging, then you know that there's going to be fresh things available. So we can still lightly steam those things uh, in addition to eating more of them raw. And I just think paying attention to how you respond to that and your digestion is a good idea because you might notice that, wow, I'm eating a lot of raw things in the winter. That doesn't make me feel so good. And now in the spring, I can manage that better or handle that better. My digestion system is more um, at ease with that, or you might notice that it just is a time when you start to crave those things more. Like for me, I know with smoothies, for example, I really try to warm them up if I'm going to have them in the winter. I'll warm them up temperature-wise, and I'll warm them up with even those spices like cinnamon or cassia, But in the spring, I start to be able to just have a cool smoothie and tolerate that more. And for example, I've been having strawberries in my smoothie a lot. And it's not that I usually have it really cold anyway, because as I said, that cold temperature really slows down our digestion and it doesn't feel good to me. But even just having it at room temperature and not having to add a lot of warming, zesty spices is something that I can... Handle easier, and that just my body craves more. It doesn't doesn't sound good to have cold things when it's cold out, and I think that's our body's way of kind of aligning us with that season. So just pay attention to your digestion and things that you might crave more or not crave more, and be willing to switch it up and let it go rather than get in a rut. Number three, I'd like to suggest a playful routine. The nervous system will benefit from a sense of routine throughout the day for sure, with regular times of working, eating, sleeping, moving, all those things. But spring can be a good time to intentionally kind of escape that routine a little bit and try something new, to embrace a sense of playfulness in our lives, to give your inner wild maybe some new outlets for adventure and expression, and just to. Notice where you're shifting from the patterns that you had in winter and to go with it. A lot of times when we're someone who really benefits from routine and we like to do the same thing over and over again and it allows us to feel less anxious or more grounded, that's all great. But allow yourself to change in the ways that are also going to support you better in this season. So as I said, it's a balance between being playful and changing things up, but also knowing that our nervous systems really do benefit from some sort of routine in our lives and that regularity that we can expect. Number four is breath work. Spring is a wonderful time for reaping the benefits of any kind of breath work, pranayama, because it's known to rid the body of impurities This is a cleansing season, as I said, and we don't just cleanse through sweat, as we talked about in the beginning. It's not just that kind of cleanse. It's not just that our livers are supported with certain foods or herbs or essential oils. It's also through our respiratory system and through breath in episode 111. There was a, a really amazing guided practice from Megan Sanvey on breath work that you can go back to if you want to dive into breath work a little bit more. She explains just some really wonderful ways for it to support our nervous systems and help us manage our energy. So that would be a great episode to go back to if you don't already practice breath work. And now for number five, I'd like to focus on some essential oils to support you in the spring season. There are so many, but I'm going to share a few as we go through um, the next few points here. One is going to be, the next one I'm going to share is going to be focused on digestion. So if we're talking about living in sync with the season in terms of our digestion, not only, like I said, about warming foods, but with a mix of maybe more raw foods, we still do want to make sure we're Supporting that digestive fire, as it's called. And that can be done with things like ginger and cardamom. Those are things that you can add to a smoothie. You can add to your water. I really have been doing a lot of work with acupoints on the body and the essential oils. So ginger essential oil on the lower dantian. If you're familiar with that and qigong, that can be a really great point. To be able to put ginger. So basically, it's on your low abdomen. And of course, that's warming to the digestive fire, but it's also warming that area of the body where we hold that life force, that chi. And cardamom is similar in the sense that it's a warming oil and also very supportive to digestion. This is a delicious one to add to tea, different foods. Uh, I actually always make banana bread with cardamom now (laughs) because. I think it's so delicious the first time I made it, and now I always add it. So cardamom, ginger. I would also say still maybe using some cinnamon as the temperatures are rising. Now when it gets too warm, cinnamon can just be a little too hot for the summer and maybe throw us off that way. But remember, that kafa energy is heavy, and the lightness and a little bit of heat through these spices can be really good. So for digestive fire, ginger, cardamom, maybe a little bit of cinnamon. And in terms of skincare changes, I think this is a time to also think about how our needs there might be changing with the season. We, again, maybe want to focus on the cleansing aspects of the season, the detoxifying, and also the fact that we want some lightness, not this heavy feeling of this kapha energy, right? So in my facial oil, I always change up the essential oils that I have in there in the season. And the two that I focus on in the spring right now Are geranium and green mandarin. So, green mandarin is very cleansing. It also has a very light feel to it, a light energy. It's um, when I say light, I mean light versus heavy. (laughs) And so, that's a good balance there. Geranium is really an overall balancer for the skin. I like the floral energy of it, especially with that spring season. And I also would say, too, that that's for my facial oil and maybe even in my body oil. But before doing that, dry brushing is such a good way to stimulate the lymphatic system and support your body in cleansing. And you may even find that you're doing this more in the spring to help with circulating energy and releasing that heavy kapha. So if you're going to skin brush, dry brush, you can actually use grapefruit And cypress essential oil on your dry brush. I tend to put these in my body oil as well a lot these days. Grapefruit, again, is one of those citrus oils. Citrus oils have a lightness to them, um, and they also are detoxifying and cleansing. Cypress is one that moves energy. It supports motion and flow. So those two together are just super delicious, powerful. (laughs) Not delicious in the sense that you eat them, but they're so beautiful in their aroma. I love those anchors. And I'll often put those on in the morning after I dry brush with a body oil. I tend to move towards my lighter body oil in the spring too. So in my um, salves that I use in the winter that have more of a heavy shea butter coconut oil mixture versus in the spring, uh, I will shift to more of a light body oil that's maybe mixed with jojoba oil and um, coconut oil fractionated coconut oil, usually uh, maybe a little bit of uh, evening primrose oil I've been using in there. And what's the other one? Um, It is sesame oil. So those ones are going to be helpful for skin in this season. And the other thing I want to share is that in terms of our respiratory system, we talked about breathwork already, but there are some really amazing essential oils that can help to clear that kapha energy and clear mucus in the lungs and that also are great for lifting our energy. So eucalyptus and peppermint over the chest, over the lungs this time of year can be really supportive to that clearing and also just to our respiratory in general as the seasons shift. Oftentimes we can have some issues there and the liver, which is vital to detoxification lemon juice in our water or lemon essential oil in our water. If you're using doTERRA oil is really supportive to the liver. Also, I mentioned geranium for the skin serum, but geranium is great for the liver too. So you can apply this over the liver or on reflex points or meridian points for the liver meridian. And if you're looking for a combination to support your immune system, to support those seasonal issues that you might have, you know, itchy eyes, runny nose, that sort of thing, lemon, lavender, and peppermint are a really great combo to use. Number nine in terms of living in sync with the season for the spring edition is oil pooling. So this is an ancient Ayurvedic ritual of pulling or swishing oil through the teeth to support your health um, in terms of your oral hygiene. And when you oil pool on the regular, it really helps to strengthen your gums, whiten teeth, eradicate plaque, draw toxins out of the body, And this is a daily ritual for me. It's seasonally appropriate because it helps purify and reduce excess kapha in the body. And you can do it any season, but I usually switch up maybe what I use in the oil pulling, depending on what season it is. Now, a real balanced combination you might use is peppermint, wild orange, and clove because you have a mint, a citrus, and then sort of a spicy oil. Clove is really good for the gums and the teeth and those regenerative uh, properties for that, I've seen some amazing changes in my uh, mouth, and my oral hygiene with using these three oils and oil pulling, but think about the combination that you might use, um, and if you want a balanced one, just start with that, peppermint, wild orange, and clove, but if this isn't something you normally do, it might be a good routine to start in the spring just to help with, like I said, that uh, reducing excess kapha and helping the body to cleanse and purify. In terms of cleansing and purifying, that's the last thing I want to share with you. This is a great season to think about the products that you're using in your home and the ones that are either contributing to a healthy environment or adding more toxins to your environment. So detox the products in your home that are contributing to toxins in that environment in your space. That can be in terms of what you're using on your skin, what you use and spray in the air, what you clean countertops with, bathrooms with. There are so many great alternatives to toxic products, and so many that you can make very inexpensively on your own with essential oils and with basic ingredients like vinegar and baking soda too. So I actually share a lot more about this in my spring apothecary workshop. It's not all about cleaning, but it's actually some of the things that I shared, like with skincare and seasonal changes Uh, ways that we can support our immune system, digestion, things like that. I'm sharing in the spring apothecary workshop, so you can check that out. The link will be in the show notes and also at jennyholbert.com forward slash essentials is where you can go directly to sign up for that workshop. It's free and it's available for a limited time during this spring season. So go check it out if you're interested. And that wraps up the 10 ways that I'm going to share with you to live in sync with The spring season. I'm going to do a quick recap for you here just in case you're taking notes and you wanted to maybe highlight some of the ones that resonated with you the most. So, think about your movement, maybe longer bouts of moderate intensity that are still intermixed with higher intensity. Thinking about your routine and the playful energy that you might add to that, something that you might try that's new or different based on your schedule and new things that you want to incorporate into your life this season. Also, more fresh foods, lightly cooked but maybe more raw foods, breath work, digestive, fire-supportive essential oils like ginger and cardamom. Number six, skincare changes like geranium and green mandarin and your facial oil, things that are going to help with... Your circulation like skin brushing. Number seven, lungs, using peppermint and eucalyptus to clear mucus and heavy cough energy. Number eight was supporting your liver with lemon and geranium. Those things we talked about. Number nine is oil pooling. And number 10, spring clean. Detox the products in your home so that you can have less of those that you're interacting with in your environment. I would love to know what resonated with you in this episode, what you would like to hear more of. If you enjoy these episodes that I do on living in sync with the season, truly I'd love to hear from you. You can leave it as a review when you rate the podcast, wherever you're listening or message me on Instagram at Jenny Holbert, tag me in in a post or a story and you can check out the show notes for the links and other resources related to what I shared in this episode including the spring apothecary workshop and the next cycle of wild femme fit which is starting soon thank you so much for being here for showing up as always and until we chat again go live your one wild life